to follow a recording me for her episode get bavare ki zan then zanna ki fashion designer but also studying fashion as well uh welcome to follow a recording zan thank you i'm excited to be here <laughs> can you give a short introduction about yourself yeah uh my name is zan zalif i am a fashion designer and then interior designer I'm currently doing my MA in at Weizenzi uh, Academy of Art in Berlin and specializing in sustainable textile and fashion design. And um I'm currently a freelance fashion designer and I do a little side interior design projects as well. So um yeah that's a little about me. Okay. <laughs> that's very interesting also. I didn't know you were you were studying about sustainability and fashion as well. It's important, you know, with mm. the current climate and where the world is right now and I think fashion contributes to a lot of unwanted unnecessary pollution to the world. So it's important to to for us as designers, which I think you can associate as well, mm. that we should be a bit more ethical in how we produce for our consumers to consume. That's very yeah. true. what a bold challenge right Because absolutely <laughs> yeah and fast fashion is causing so much destruction to the world mm-hmm. so we have to be careful with how we purchase fashion and and as designers how we create yeah, yeah. not only fast fashion the whole like big brands as well of course yeah yeah it's a it's a big challenge it is a big challenge and we should be more conscious in how we create as designers how would you approach it like as as from your brand or from what you create how would you approach this so one thing the zanzalif brand focuses on a lot now more than before is how we source our material how how can we produce our garments ethically mm. and it's something that i have been working with for a couple of years now i would say 2 3 years now and the one good thing about my my having been brought up and you know my first education was in sri lanka was that we were, we had access to a lot of factories like materials mm-hmm. you know and the beauty in that is we got we had a lot of access to it mm-hmm. and even a little smidgen of ink or a little small hole in it and they, they would be discarded and we we could we had the chances of getting those fabrics sourcing them from the vendors and using those mm-hmm. and it's something that i have been trying to apply to my designs while being in maldives mm-hmm. which is a bit tricky and challenging mm-hmm. but i'm able to source materials mm-hmm. even here which is which has been really good mm-hmm. yeah okay that that's true because uh, especially we don't i think we would be uh, the perfect little island nation connect who can approach this because we don't have any big industries that and uh, produce a uh, fabric which means us look i think we can manage and come to a sustainable order of course and mm. i've said it before and i'll say it again i think with our geography and how we are located in the world we can actually be a really good we can be a very good country for garment production mm. with how you know islands are located mm. and the geography really mm. and i think somebody needs to step it up and mm. really you know invest and work hard on creating this 
a hub for fabric manufacture, not just garments, mm-hmm. but fabric, the textiles. But in, a, in an environmentally friendly way. In a more way, ethical though. way, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What, one question I have is how, how, were you, how, was you ins- how did you get inspired to pursue fashion? Okay, so, <laughs> well, most of my, the credit I would give to my grandmother mm-hmm. because I'm a 90s kid. And most of my childhood, I lived with my grandmother and she would take part in these. I don't, I don't remember the, the Divehi name for it, but there used to be these art competitions. And she used to make things for this. Yeah. And she would take me to uh, relatives and people who are artists and she would show me a lot of you know these creative things that we can do at home and and then my interest in fashion really stems from my home it was a very female centric home i had six aunts with big personalities (laughs) and they were all career women and i would watch them and I would watch them making clothes, you know, and this is the 90s, so they all had sample books. And it allowed me to, as a kid trying to figure things out, to go into another realm of sorts where I can imagine anything is possible, you know? So I would say my interest stems from that, but then I was also very much interested in the production of things. Mm more than the things, I enjoyed making things. Mm. So that's what that's the, that's the kid I was. I was never interested in, you know, sports or being physical. That was never my thing. I would I would always be curled up with a book mm. at home. That's and that's where it comes from. it allowed me to be more imaginative and go into a, a world which I create myself, which is what I do with my clothes right now. Yeah, that's yeah. I would say that's how I got into this career. And um, we everybody asks this question to every fashion designer: Who is your favorite most like uh, admire Kuraha fashion designer? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I have always been very much fascinated with uh, Galliano for Dior. I think what he was able to create was otherworldly and he, he had this way of telling stories and it was, you know, it had historical aspects of it, to it, materials and how the materials would fall and drape around the body and, you know, the stories that could tell and everything was so nuanced and referenced, I loved it yeah. and there was so much character and drama in it, you know, and it was just like watching a movie. I think the Dior shows by Galliano was such a mahalo. Absolutely. And and now what he's doing with Majala, you know, and even the most recent collection was a a play. Mm. It took my breath away. I was like, wow, this is what fashion can actually be. It doesn't really have to be a fashion show where everyone sits quietly and just watch people walking up and down. You know, fashion can be anything imaginative. And um, now, Recently, Rick Owens, mm. I love his um, construction yeah. and how 
he takes the concept of deconstruction and just creates his own and he's it's fantastic listening to him speak is just mm-hmm. unbelievable so i would say rick owens and galliano i mean with galliano i mean apart from the whole the scandal and everything no, we don't go there we don't talk yeah. about that <laughs> but they they both genius and talent yeah amazing they've inspired so many people too what has been your most memorable experience so far working in fashion or studying you know excuse me i have a bit of a sore throat so excuse me but um i don't have a lot of memorable moments but whenever i go back into into my pictures and you know seeing the step by step production it's very nostalgic for me i'm taken back to that those days when i i, I was creating that so those moments are very memorable for me um and then of course my first year working for mercedes it was challenging but in a good way you know it was the kind of stress that kept kept you going it was excitement and it has this adrenaline rush to it that you can't really describe it because you work for months and months and then it's over in 2 days which is crazy but it's really exciting so i would say my first day at mercedes was passionate i would say event manager so this was coordinating with designers models making sure you know everything was arranged in order and you know, it's just chaos yeah. but the good kind of chaos <laughs> satisfying kind right? very satisfying you have no idea <laughs> um so when you when you start uh, designing how do you find inspiration that's that's a bit of a tricky question because it's different every single time yeah. but i read a lot mm-hmm. i watch a lot of movies i listen to music and um my methods are a bit unpredictable at times but i start with everything so that's there are multiple ideas on a on a mood board and i just gather things around but um i'm you know in acting there's this thing called method acting where you immerse yourself in the character and yeah. that's how i start it works in my head I, i'm crazy i don't know but it works with me <laughs> but um yeah so it really depends on where i am at that moment in time i just finished a collection and i pr- i had to produce two garments for college but it's a 10 piece collection which was inspired by the 1930s dance marathons and the the whole time period was very you know very exciting and very grim at the same time because we're talking about the turn of the century from and then going into the pre-war eras and we look at the prohibition american prohibition and the jazz and the the 1920s jazz and the flappers and then you have i juxtaposed that idea with german expressionism and there's this incredible silent movie called dr caligari's cabinet and the idea of you know things being so surreal there's no way that can actually be physically possible 
and so that's where you start you have multiple ideas you know, on a chalkboard and then you pick things up and you make it work so that's that's a general idea of what i just created but it's it's it really depends on how i'm feeling at the time yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, what do you think about the current scene in Maldives, current fashion scene in Maldives? Well, my personal opinion, I think there's a lot of hope for us because right now we're still in the infant stages of the industry, you know? We have just a handful of designers and so there's a lot of potential but we need people who would push these designers, push models, push people to be more interactive and be more present and be more, you know. And for me as a designer, I need that acceptance yeah. and that acknowledgement, which is, I'm sure you can relate to as well. Yeah. Because we're not considered a profession here mm. as of yet. That we are all considered seamstresses. Mm -mm. I am the least seamstress person you will ever meet. <laughs> but um, there's a lot of potential here. Yeah. I see a lot of potential. I mean, look at what Raida does. Mm. I love, I love when she is creating that. You know, it's not for everyone, mm. but it's she has the market here. Mm. You know. Yeah. And it's like swimming against the current. Exactly. And mm. even um, recently, I've been very fascinated with what. Asad does Yoas on Instagram. It's it's fascinating. You know, he's taken the idea of deconstruction. I think the first few images I've seen of him were this deconstructed denim mm -hmm. and t-shirts. Yeah. But he's taken it into another level now. It's more refined, mm -hmm. which comes with time. Yeah. You know? And I'm seeing that right now. So I'm very impressed with what he's doing. And we've we've got a lot of scope. We just need to build, keep building on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what is your biggest challenge as a as a designer? Well, my biggest challenge is sourcing materials, mm. being in the Maldives, which has not been fun. But um, yeah, I would I would say the scarcity of materials and you know even the most the smallest things which is really difficult to get here so yeah i would say that okay. sourcing materials and yeah it is actually difficult <laughs> oh <laughs> um and what would be your uh, advice to someone who wants to pursue fashion i would say keep dreaming big and you know keep imagining don't limit yourself into a smaller box keep broadening your horizon and getting more involved with the community here and educate yourself you don't have to go to a school necessarily you know the internet has made the world very small so there's nothing that you cannot get online now so my advice to anyone interested in fashion or want to pursue it is there's nothing that can stop you now. Back in the day, I would say there were many, but not anymore, you know? And as long as you're passionate about it, you're driven to doing it, 
you you can do anything you can do anything yeah so i have um a rapid fire round so i'll ask you uh fashion stuff yeah and um it'll be around 10 10 questions okay. and then you have to choose one okay. are, you are you ready yeah. <laughs> okay bring it on <laughs> um mini or maxi skirts mini Sneakers or dress shoes? Depends on how old you are. <laughs> bros or no bros? Bros. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Cargo pants or plain denims? I wear denims more than cargos, so I've said denims. Okay. But um, let's 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 go for the middle the gray the yeah. gray middle man here cargos made of denims denims yeah <laughs> um yeezy get balenciaga or adidas for prada neither oh okay <laughs> fendachi or balmain barbie fendachi they would be more iconic yeah pink or neon green neither <laughs> no just no <laughs> Stilettos or platforms? Good question. <laughs> you know the saying, the higher the heel, the closer to God? But um, stilettos can be trashy. <sighs> no, platforms can be trashy, sorry. So, that, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> okay, last one. Uh, Paris Fashion Week or New York Fashion Week?